Welcome back, everybody, to issue 30 of the Paper Cuts podcast, a giant size issue, if you will. <laughs> this week, Evan and I, and Dean, but he's not here today, read all 758 <laughs> issues of DC's Contest of Champions. It's, 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 yeah. wait, 759, wait, no. I think you missed the proper title. You're right, 759, okay. and it wasn't Contest of Champions. I forgot it was DC's Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. Okay, yes. Wait, no. Was no, it Secret that, Wars 2? That's it. Yes, DC's Secret Wars. I've, convergence. <laughs> sigh. Oh, oh boy. Le sigh. Oh boy. Le, le sigh. So, as I said at the top of the show, with me this week is Evan Goldstein. Hello. W- not with us this week, Dean DeFalco. It's going to be really fucking weird if he said something like that. <laughs> that would have really... been ultra creepy, but I'm bl- glad we both went silent, just in case. <laughs> really, really creeped out. <laughs> Hello, so... guys. How are you? <laughs> That's some really good Dean impression. Thank you. Impersonation. <laughs> I think you have to go, wow. Mega Man. I love you, Dean. <laughs> Mega Man, Sonic. Ah, read cartoon comic books. All right. Okay. So. Anyway, um, yeah, so what did it, it, it totaled out being um, like 10 issues, I Hold think, on, this like week. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven, I got. One, eleven two, issues. Three, four, all right, five. so we read all eleven Convergence books. Well, the Convergence number one, and then the ten tie-in books. For those of you that don't know, Convergence is DC's big summer event right it is it's the big thing that uh, it's the be all end all literally it it really is right like they're bringing the 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 little tagline before or the the recap whatever page it is that the explanation page is saying you know all your favorite universes all your favorite else worlds everything you've ever known about dc comics guess what it's all legit it's all happening and it's all coming together in a convergence. And who's going to live? Who's going to die? I don't know. But apparently, only if you were in Metropolis or Gotham did you get to go. Uh, yes. It, it was a very restricted guest list. It really um, There were was, velvet right? ropes. Um, <laughs> there was a list. A very large gentleman with a microphone thingy in his ear and a pair of very dark sunglasses led people to and fro. <laughs> It, yeah, yeah, like let let's get that out of the way first. My my biggest complaint with the books as a whole so far, twelve issues in, because Convergence Zero came out last week, and I actually really liked Convergence uh, Zero. Oh, then I should have read that one also, because uh, that would have made never mind. No, it wouldn't have helped all that no. much. It would have explained who Telos was. Convergence Zero basically came out last week. It was a Superman story, um, and it showed uh, Telos collecting different universes and different alternate reality cities and whatnot. And Superman was trying to get out and he says that, you know, he's doing it for the master. The master is Brainiac. They don't bury the lead, right? Brainiac is the big bad of this story. We know that going into it. Superman gets all, you know, pissy as Superman is wont to do. Um, This is the current uh, (laughs) Superman. (laughs) As he is wont to do, you know, (laughs) <laughs> this is the the current new 52 uh sans underwear on the outside superman 
that we've all known, you know, come to know and sort of love. I kind of really like where I the like Superman them. book I like is what they're doing with them, yeah. Right now, um, which is all going away with Convergence. Thank God. But, yeah, <laughs> good for them. Let's reboot the universe again four years later. So <sighs> Is it already yeah, so, four years? Yeah, it's been about, I think about four. Because Snyder's up to about issue 48 of Batman, right? Right. Somewhere okay. around there. Yeah, yeah so it's got to be. Holy four shit. Years. Yeah, no kidding, wow. right? We're getting old. Not even that. If I felt like we just went through this, like, uh, I'm going to go. All right, let's be realistic. Like, two years ago. I feel like we went through the reboot uh, two years ago. Yeah. Where, what was that? Uh, flashlight? Um, lighter? <laughs> I think it was Flashlight. Yeah, Flashlight. The Flashlight debacle. Flash, flashpoint, which Flash wasn't back. good. <laughs> Um, which wasn't good, but did bring a lot of really good stuff with the new 52 and, and this whole convergence thing as, as is explained by what I guess we're calling Telos, um, in, in these issues is that, you know, all of these cities are coming together and they're going to be champions from each city and they're going to fight and only one is going to be left alive. So what DC did basically was put all of their books on hold for I think the next like two months. Uh, yeah, that's what it, that's my understanding. That's going to be yeah. running for everything, two months. Everything is on hold for two months, and everything that's going to get published is going to be either a regular issue in the Convergence uh, main series, or it's going to be a a run in this. The, they're doing two issues per book. Mm. So oh. Nightwing and Oracle, Batman and Robin, The Question, The Atom, all the books we're going to talk about today. Those are getting two issues. And those two issues are going to be the fight of them against somebody else. But here's, before we get into each book, here's the problem that I had right from the very get-go. <laughs> we're, we're, being, we're being told that this is going to be all of the alternate realities and all of the multiverse stuff crammed into one book. Okay. And they're all going to fight each other, and there's going to be a champion from each city that is going to be representing... The title. The, the title holder. The belt. Yeah, the the title, belt wearer. Right. The, the guy who's going to win the contest to make their city survive, yet out of the 11 books that we read this week, every single one of them was Gotham. Yeah. Every single one. So the Adam book, the Adam, Ray Palmer... Not a Gotham superhero. Nope. Takes place in Gotham. Yep. Uh, the question. That works. Question can be in Gotham. Batman and Robin? No uh, problem. All right, let's 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 hold on one second. Let's take a step back. There okay. are a few things that we have to get out. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about Convergence proper because that was okay. Yeah, it was the, all right. The other 10, it's been a year. All right, Dome happens. It's been a year and the same blurb the same right. audio happens in every book so mm. they have a like a re repetitive two and a half pages mm -hmm. throughout the throughout all 10 issues okay right the, and it's a real cute blurb yeah well <laughs> it's a, all your crises yeah all it, your kingdoms it's it like, was like really tongue-in-cheek type of stuff yes for really for us was. dc fan um the I haven't read an Adam book, and I can't remember, so I don't know why he shows up crazy. Um, right. I'm, I had no idea. The question, I, like, 
I'm being forced to have interest in these characters that I don't want to have interest in. Right. There's absolutely no reason why the all right, the question is friends with Two-Face and yet is being chosen to fight alongside the standard Gotham Fair, the the right. the, the Batwoman I don't why is this special? Right. So yeah, I think overall the books uh, and spoilers um weren't great. Really? <laughs> As a whole, I don't <laughs> think you or I enjoyed these titles all that much. Is that safe to say? Uh, uh okay, there I there were certain points in like if I, if you were to take all t- 11 issues and clump them into one large story as, as if I had read a, a, a trade there were points in it that I enjoyed the um major retelling of um Arsenal's backstory right I enjoyed that cool. had yeah. nothing well, to do with convergence no nothing at all why don't <laughs> why don't we just go through right. and for the sake of of ease we're just going to do alphabetical order here uh, um Starting with Batgirl, Convergence, Batgirl number one. You you skipped Adam. <laughs> well, it's the Adam. So I, oh, it didn't, oh, excuse me. I'm just going me. on. I'm going on DC's <laughs> website. Batgirl is the first thing that pops up. Okay. They so don't we'll be talking about the, the Superman and the Batman as well. Right. Okay. Of course. So Convergence, Batgirl number one, uh, art by Mark Pennington and Rick Leonardi, and written by Alyssa Quitney. Um, now, for a lot of these books, these are not the regular creative teams on these books, from what I understand. And there were a lot of names that I didn't recognize. Now, I don't know if that is because I'm not a big DC reader, um, or if these are just new people that they're trying to uh, give, throw a bone to, you know, throw them on an event. Maybe somebody can, can write us and, uh, and correct me <laughs> in my, you know... My ignorance of of the DC talent pool, but Convergence Batgirl number one, um, not a bad issue. No, I, uh, I, you get you, you get a little more meat out of this character. You get a little bit of her. What she the the it's the year, the Lost Under the Dome year that is the only place where any part of a good story shows up. Right. Um. Her back. Well, her Under the Dome is she's not. Batgirl anymore. She is, I'm going to assume, a nurse of some sort. Right, and this is Stephanie Brown that we're talking about. Correct. Uh, spoiler was her name. Uh, for And, you know, just recently was reintroduced into the New 52, I think, and uh, was to some... She was a pretty big fan favorite, from what I understand. I've, as far as I understand as well, yes, I would agree with that. Um, when it comes to the story, she is just making do in this new world. Apparently, each book... Gotham or Metropolis has either adjusted or horribly gone awry under the dome. Right. And in this one, it does. It, she seems to. Everything seems to be eh, meh. Okay, yeah, living it's my not life. Too bad. Eh. And out of nowhere, she is like. There's this big like debate between her and Black Bat. What was what was. Right, uh, Black. They're calling her Black Bat. It's Cassandra Kane, the right. uh, Batgirl most famous for never speaking and being a badass in the original Fifty Two. Right. 
And I wasn't aware that her name had changed to Black Bat, but... I wasn't either. It is what it is, and they have this this standoff, this this verbal argument about how that that Cassandra is a badass. She is a, 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 a one tough mother, <laughs> and Batgirl not so much. She's like, you know, you can walk away, you can talk things out. I, you know, it's it isn't life or death all the time. Right, she even walks away from Killer Moth, which made me really sad because I love Killer Moth. <laughs> and I and I felt a aww from Aww. Killer Moth. Yeah, <laughs> like, but come on, guy, me. that's my that's my thing. I got in my costume <laughs> and everything. She gets picked. Uh, she's out of training. She doesn't really feel that she's up to the challenge. Black Bat and Red Robin, Red Robin, <laughs> uh, decide yeah, that they're gonna help her. They're going to train her, get her up to snuff. Apparently, they didn't have enough time, and they all got sucked into this other dimension. We're not 100% sure yet where it is, but that's that right off the bat, because if you were reading these alphabetically, I went, unfortunately, with the Adam first, and then this one, <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, if that's the get, then why is it? why are they only saying that it's one person? Why is there just one champion in... Alphabetically, the first book, three people right. show up. Right. And the it seems like in every book, the opposing team always has more than one person in it. Oh, yeah. In, <laughs> in this one, it's Catman and Gorilla Grodd. Right. That, and that's on the low count. <laughs> yeah. Like, once yeah. we get to the other books, it's going to start picking up. But I, I, don't, I don't know why I should care. Right, nothing happened. No. And with something like this, you need, especially seeing as it's a ginormous event, you need to grab me and almost physically force me to have to buy the next book. Right. They didn't and do that. I, after Batgirl number one, I don't care what happens to her. No, let, let, let Grodd win. I'm okay yeah, with that. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with seeing a cat, man. See what he can do. He's, you know. I just put that cat man do. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. All right. All right. <laughs> so. Next book. A, a, a hearty meh. Yeah. A hearty meh. I agree. Convergence, uh, Batman and Robin, number one, art by Claus Jansen and Dennis Cowan, and written by Ron Mars. Uh, yeah, again, um, this one seemed to be. Now, another complaint that I had here was that at the beginning of each book, they didn't tell me which universe I was looking at. Correct. So I, as, again, not a big DC guy, have no idea what is going on. Because as far as I know, Damian Wayne has superpowers now. We've talked about that on the show before. That is correct. However, when the dome happens, when Telos pulls these cities out of their uh, reality and puts them wherever this new place is and has put the dome over them for a year, all the superpowers go away. When the dome is taken down and then these guys can go fight, the champions are selected and they go fight, the superpowers return. But Damien didn't seem to gain any superpowers. There was no superness about him at the end, no. Okay, so what, but what in reality term, is this really, from? They didn't really make a big deal 
and this is one of the books that they really didn't make a big deal of the dome coming down. It was very late in the story. Right. This was more about what was happening with, uh, you know, Poison Ivy sort of turning uh, over a new leaf. <laughs> helping with. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, She's like growing food because they, you know, they have no, they can't trade for anything. So right. she's picking up a garden stuff and making it so that people can survive. And that was the main story throughout. The, there was two pretty much was. Her versus the villains of Gotham, you know, the penguins, the killer crocs, the man bats, Mr. Freeze. I'm trying to think of, was there anybody else in there? I think that was it. I think that was it. And then the Batman, Damien, and we're all under the assumption that it's Jason. But he never takes the mask off. It David is the takes the mask hood. off, and, he, and he, he does get asked, and he responds with, yes, it's me. At that point, I would think he would remove the mask, but he's not. He hasn't. Right. It's got to be the uh, Joker. Has to be. Here's, here's hoping. Um, but Damien's got this big chip on his shoulder that, you know, Jason shows up and he's welcomed back into the family. And, like, I've never been a fan of Damien. I, I think that chip is way too big on his shoulder for a child of his size. Right. Um, he just comes off pricky. Well, yeah, it would just knock him over. I mean, it's just physics. Right. It's true. <laughs> Literally tip right over. <laughs> He's a, he's a little boy, is what we're <laughs> yes. saying. Yes, and he acts like a little boy all the time. Like, even though, like, Robins were young and they had, they were either very youthful and outgoing or adult. Right. This kid is a prick. Yeah, he's just an ass. He's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> but he is what he is. Apparently, he's kind of popular in the DCU. Oh. Uh, but the end of that, uh, the end of that run, nobody is taken away yet. It's just the dome opening, and it's Batman, Damien, Red Hood. I, who's that? Who's that other? It was a a woman, ish there. I'm, oh, I'm looking right now. I forget. Uh, forced into combat. Blah blah blah. I still don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, can't I, don't, find I don't, it. don't remember who she. There's is. a broad there too. Yeah, which sort of has a cape and like very. I don't know, nondescript. But uh, and that's, the extremists show up. That's bad, right? That's yeah. bad for a major event book for us to have read these over the last couple of days and go, I read them this morning. Yeah, I, and I still don't know who this girl is. That's bad. And I'm, I'm literally going back trying to find, if her name is even mentioned, Scarlet? Scarlet. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. And I don't know what reality this is. Nor do I. All right. Next book. Meh. <laughs> a decided meh. This one was actually a little less meh than the other ones. Um, just because Ron Mars is a talented writer. Claus Jansen is a great artist. So, I mean, the book itself looked good. It read good for what it was. Um, uh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? But, like, this is... I understand what you're saying. I disagree on the art. Not a big fan of that art style. Okay. That sort of scratchiness. Yeah, but... Claus Johnson or Jansen's not for everybody. Um... But I, I happen to like like his artwork. I think he did uh, a fine job here. Um, but yeah, if the scratchiness thing isn't for you, the, this isn't the book for you. <laughs> All right. Um, next one. Convergence, Harley Quinn, number one. Art by John Dell and Phil Winslade, which made me really happy because I really like Phil Winslade and I haven't seen his work in a while. And This, this, this is one of the more solid books. Written by uh, Steve Pugh who I, I I don't know Steve Pugh. Um, but yeah, I would agree that this book, 
Um, you know what? As okay, this was a more solid book, but it really had nothing to its solidity had nothing to do with the convergence tie-in. Right. the The story told in this one of Harley once the dome goes up, Harley kind of goes straight. <laughs> Right. Ish. She, yeah. I, Actually, crooked because she's a nutball. Well, yeah, she's still Looney Tunes, but <laughs> she falls in love with this cop that was like arresting her. Like in the very beginning of the book, she's on a caper, and there's <laughs> my my favorite line out of eleven books happened in this book. Which one was? It, it? was how how come I've never noticed how how heavy this thing weighs before, like her, she's lifting her hammer right before she falls over how come I never noticed this thing weighs like a hundred tons before <laughs> I just thought that was funny because yes it is a very big mallet it's a very very large mallet but um, yeah so I mean the story starts off and there's this like touring art exhibition going around where I thought this was sort of clever an artist is taking uh, different animal skulls and decorates them in like diamonds and shit and yes. uh, the the narration says that when this was brought to Gotham, they didn't bring certain skulls as not to offend um, some of Gotham's more famous citizens. So they didn't bring a penguin skull. They didn't bring a crocodile <laughs> skull. You know, I thought that was cute and sort of clever. Yes, yes that was cute. <laughs> and it gives Harley a decent reason for being involved in the, in this little caper in the beginning of the story. Because they do bring hyena skulls, and this pisses her off, as you can this, imagine. There you with go. With her love of, you know, hyenas. So hyenas. she's involved in this caper. This thing is going on. This cop's trying to arrest her. His arm and hand gets fucked up somewhere in the fight. And during... I think she crushes it with the mallet, she does, doesn't I she? I think so. Okay. Yeah, crushes yeah. it with the mallet. The dome goes up. She says, how come I never noticed this thing was so heavy before? Because apparently we're implying that Harley has super strength and she drops the hammer and, you know, fast forward. Magic happens. Yeah, magic happens. (laughs) She starts talking to a doctor and she kind of goes straight for Harley, which is still pretty insane. But she's living with the cop now, which is just kind of a weird kind of uh, I forget the exact term for that thing, but. Uh, irony <laughs> it's, it's a, not what i was looking for but yes irony works here um okay but she's living with the cop now and you know they're trying to have a normal life and she's talking to her therapist and she's talking about these the the goldfish that the therapist has and how she used to imagine them swimming between her fingers as they would talk which comes into play in the very last page of the book um she also says that she hasn't thought about him this whole time, and you see a little panel of the Joker behind you. Was it me, or was it exceptionally creepy that they used that really old-school version of the Joker as her her mind silhouette? Right, well, and that, that kind of leads me to, again, question things of, if we're saying that all of the DC Universe is in play here, is this Batman 66 universe? Who knows? Right now, you know what I mean? Again, they don't tell you where anything is just that it's all metropolis or gotham and mostly gotham like i think there was only only the superman story well who knows we we have three weeks in this month left maybe we'll get other cities maybe this was like the bat week i don't know yeah i can who knows 
because we can only guess at that. We're not going to do this every week. (laughs) Sweet baby Jesus, thank God. (laughs) That's for damn sure. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so all this you know book happens. It's a pretty decent book. It's an interesting little story, and Telos comes on, gives the whole big message. You know, choose a champion. Blah 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 blah. And he's chosen Harley. So Catwoman and Poison Ivy show up. They have to get Harley back to being insane Harley. So they. They take away her medicine. We find out she hasn't been taking her medicine anyway. She's actually chosen to go straight. Um, Mm -hmm. But they knock her out and they, you know, do some some tomfoolery and boom, she's back. It's Harley. Right. And the the last panel, the last page I thought was really well done of her looking crazy with the Joker behind her and the fishes swimming around. I thought that was pretty cool. I do like the fact that uh, if they are, I don't know what universe it is, what what one of the multi universe it is, but it's that one with the the super rabbit, and right, Captain Carrot and all the Captain Carrot, yeah, that's that's who they're leading us to believe she will be fighting, right? So so that should be fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. The artwork in this I thought was really good. I really like Phil Winslade. I he doesn't. I haven't seen his name on a book in a while. Uh, um. He did a, a Daredevil Spider-Man miniseries for Marvel like 10 years ago that I thought was just awesome. He's got a real uh, classic superhero style, you know, right. just a very, it's a very you know, 80s and, superhero style. And I, and I like it. It looks good. It was, it was real. it was good stuff all the way through. And then he would have like these double page spreads that were like really good. And that, and that, that final full page of just the the facial expression on Harley. That was, yeah, it was good. It was top notch. So very, yeah, he very did a really good. good job. Moving on. <sighs> so that's, that's higher than a meh. That was okay. Yeah. I would, I would say, all right. I would say if you're interested in convergence, but aren't sure which books to pick up, pick up the Harley Quinn book. That one was good. Uh, all right. What's next? You know, I, well, I mean, comparing what we have left to talk about convergence justice league number one art by vincent cifuentes and uh written by frank thierry so in oh wait hold on flash pre-flashpoint gotham city el inferno flashpoint gotham city follywood california new york city anger those are the universes right but which is those five well those like I'm assuming all of the Batman stuff that we see is pre Flashpoint Gotham City. The stuff that we see with Flash is Flash Gotham uh never mind. I thought I had a logic. I I tried. Yeah, El no, Inferno cause... shows up for like, I don't know, two pages out of all eleven books. Right. That's what I'm saying. Just throw me a bone here, DC, because yeah. your big your big I, and I appreciate it. Your big summer events are supposed to draw on new readers. You know, I am a comic book reader. Obviously, we do a podcast every week. I still don't know what the hell's going on. If I don't know, you've done something wrong. That would be my... Anyway, uh, so <laughs> Justice League number one. Uh, Justice League in this universe is comprised of Supergirl, Zatanna, Vixen, and Jade. And they are on their way to Jesse Quick's baby shower. And Flashpoint Aquaman shows up. And I really don't feel like anything else needs to be said about this book. It was, this might have been my least favorite of all the books. 
Uh, I'm not going to go with least favorite on this one. I mean, it wasn't tops of the list. It was all right for me. I mean, it gave it, it, it showed how the different heroes are dealing with that, that one year without their powers, one year without the rest of the world. And it gave a little bit more than the other books did. Um, when it came to convergence stuff, it had a little bit stronger of a tie because we have the Aquaman saying, holy crap, there's Mera. Uh I want my Mera. So there is a pull between the two universes. Right. Even if it's not his Mera, he wants her anyway. They did did show a pretty badass Aquaman, too. I I like him when Aquaman I did like Flashpoint Aquaman. He was pretty cool. So, but... Man, yeah. Eh. I just I, I wanted I wanted more. Seeing as I was required to read all of these books, I was I wanted more. So maybe I'm being right a little judgy. But hey, there was a giant squid octopusy thing in it. That was pretty cool. Which was pretty cool. <laughs> Again, not a good sign if that's the best that I can say about your book. Eh, there was we'll see. There was a panel. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it was a li- it was like half a page. Alright, there was half a page. That was pretty good. Um Alright. Convergence, Nightwing Oracle number one. Art by Dan Parsons and Jandersema. Jandersema Mandrake, sorry. Uh written by Gail Simone. So right away, based on the strength of Gail Simone, this was the book that I think I was most excited for. Um does that in turn make it the most disappointing? Eh, kind of. <laughs> it's, I don't know. This one, actually, I, I liked this one. I expected way more from this. Right. I expected when I saw the names When I saw the names on the cover, I expected more as well. I expected something really, really excellent. And what I got was just a very editorially mandated Gail Simone story. And that sucks because she knows Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon as Nightwing and Oracle. She knows those characters. She has them down so well. Go read all of her Birds of Prey stuff. Like, uh, okay, yes. Go get I all will, of it. It's all of it. Phenomenal. This was not that. Well, well, what we did get in this book was a couple of badass Thangarians. The Thangarians were cool. Um, a sad Mr. Freeze. Sad Mr. Freeze was cool. A just conf- giving up Mr. Freeze. Just right. that's it. I'm out. I've had enough. Uh, it doesn't matter. The cops don't even pull their guns out anymore. Right. Yeah. It's because it's, it's moot after a point. They can only steal so much stuff because they're only there's nothing else coming in or going out. Right. So there's it's just this city. An isolated Gotham. Uh, we also got a, what it seems, sexually confused Nightwing. Yeah. Because he's playing a couple of girls in this story. It yeah. Seems. I'm just there looking. Just, <laughs> just, just, just peeking. Pointing that saying, out. Hey, pointing that out. Um, and a Barbara that really surprised me at the very end. Yeah. Um... The, the 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 crux of the story, well, the beginning of the story, the, the Thagarians kick the shit out of the Old West, what looked to be Justice Leagueians. Right, and is that, Kills that's, all them. that's the El Inferno I guess, thing? 
I think. That your your guess is, I mean, the colors were the same. Your guess is as good as mine. Right. Um, but they are now champion to come and beat up Nightwing. They try to strike up a deal with Nightwing and Barbara, saying, listen, we're not going to kill you. We're going to let your your world win, but we're going to rule your world. Right. Um, our world has been destroyed. There's absolutely no reason for us to continue because if our world survives, it's it's done. So we're giving you this option. And they say no. Um, and then, of course, that doesn't sit well with Hawkman and Hawkwoman. They fly off. They're saying, I'm going to. We're going to kick the crap out of you. Nightwing does his thing where he jumps away. He's like, ah, I got to go take care of this whole situation. And we come to find out that Barbara, as the Oracle, is, like, in control. Has a lot of plates spinning. Right. As as we come to find out that she knew this whole thing was going to happen before it actually happened. She had, I think, my favorite line, um... Of the 11 books was the, uh, I started fighting them 10 minutes ago. Right. You know, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I, I like my more on the funny side. No, I'm, I'm with you. So. <laughs> I'm with you. But yeah, I mean, and even with all of that, it was just okay. Which is unfortunate. It really is. Cause there were, there were, and I, I think it's a trend with a lot of these books that we read of, you know, you have. 32 pages to tell me a story of what's been going on for for the past year in these characters' lives and get me sort of to the start of the fight because I'm assuming that the next issue is going to be the fight and the victory of whoever, you know. I mean, I hope so. it has to be the death, according to Telos, that these it's a fight well. to the death, right? So... Allegedly. 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 <laughs> so, you know, it's <clears throat> there's there was so much story crammed into these thirty two pages that none of it was given enough time to breathe or develop. Right. Like it right. it was just if boom, it, boom, and, boom, and boom, boom, boom. Outside of like the, the certain panaches of, of specific writers, it felt like all of this was written by the same person. Right. Because it was all Paced the same way. Right. It all felt like Dan DiDio sat down and was like, here, put your name on it, but this is what it's going to be. Which is a shame. You know, again, Gail Simone as a creator is somebody who, you know, her work in the past proves that this should have been better uh, than it was. I concur. Moving right along. Breakneck. That's this is where, you know, we're following kind of the same pace here as as the issues <laughs> as the book well because they weren't good uh, <laughs> convergence uh, speed force number one art by sean parsons and tom grummet written by tony bedard um okay so i in theory like the flash way more than when i actually read his comics <laughs> Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a guy who runs fast. Correct. You can give me all the stuff about the speed force that you want. At the end of the day, it's a guy who runs quick. So in theory, I like, 
I like the character. I like kind of the mythology that Mark Wade and Jeff Johns built around the character. I have read a lot of Flash. I really like uh, the Flash's rogues gallery, you know, as mm-hmm. that's not really going out on a limb to say that he has some pretty cool villains. Jeff Johns did an amazing job during his run on the title of making Captain Cold and Weather Wizard and Mirror Master and Boomerang and all of these guys seem really uh, threatening and evil and badass and and all of the stuff that I like about The Flash uh, was not in this book. Instead, it was The Flash inexplicably at the beginning of the book running with his kids. I didn't know he had kids, so that was that was new to me. There you go. Um, you know, or at least in tow. I didn't. Yeah, literally, his kids were in tow. They weren't running. They were being. They were being just shy of dragged. Dragged along by the speed force, which apparently is a thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. He's running to Gotham, mm-hmm. and it was really at this point in the marathon reading session of getting through these books where I went, "All right." <laughs> what the fuck all right hold on man hold on a it's second like, the flash there's a museum in central city to the flash that central is city is an interesting place that is correct why the fuck is the flash in gotham because he wouldn't have been in this issue if he wasn't in Gotham. Well, that's fucking stupid. Put him in another issue. This like okay. it doesn't it didn't <laughs> need to be shoehorned into this. Well, apparently it had to be and it was. Ugh, so, just, let's stop for a second and take a look at what we did get out of the book. Frustrating. Seeing Frustration, he, that's what we got. <laughs> well, seeing as he is the speedster, um he gets trapped in Gotham with his kids for the year. He seems to be the only hero that is fighting the dome itself trying to break through um people think he's going nutty there was the kind of breaks. that nice moment with uh with his kids of dad you were out all all last night we're going to be late for school you know because he's right. so obsessed with getting out of the dome that he is becoming a bad father and like letting his obsession take over his life But the obsession is based in, I have to get out of this dome so I can get my kids to their mother, Mm -hmm. which is noble. Mm. Even though it is an obsession, Mm -hmm. that's a noble obsession. Uh, Once the dome breaks down, uh, he gets all speed forcey again, and we get a, uh, what would be an 80s montage. (laughs) We get a whirlwind tour of... What I, I guess a number of the universes or the cities that are trapped in this area. We do see what happened to what was it, El Toro, El, El Inferno, or something like El that. Inferno. El Inferno. Sure. They they lost, uh, and we see the destruction of that city. It seems everything turns to dust. Yeah, that was okay. kind of sad. Yeah, especially that they picked that one female, yeah, youthful looking character to show turning into dust, but. Um, we also get the running through a number of different universes. We get a, a, a glimpse of Plastic Man and Bizarro Metropolis. Um, Which always makes me happy. I mean, you're going right to get up. points if Bizarro's in the book. Especially with a giant billboard that says, Bizarro number one, am not the greatest. <laughs> uh, we Bizarro. get some Kryptonian-looking world. I can't tell. There was one with, it looked like a cross between... The Garians and Flash, 
because there's lots of lightning bolts. Yeah. Um, and then we, we sort of come to a screeching halt in the cartoon universe. Mm-hmm. The zoo because crew. Because the zoo crew, we do get uh, an introduction to, what's his name, Fastback? Oh, yeah, Fastback. The turtle, get it? The turtle the is the turtle who one. runs really fast. He's, so get it? Yeah. See what they're doing there? I do. It's unexpected. It is. It's funny. Ha. <laughs> Stupid. Zoo okay, crew. so so we got we got a glimpse into sort of what's going on with the whole worlds colliding type thing. And it just stops there with the introduction of I don't know which Wonder Woman this is. Uh, but it is ah. Is it a flashpoint Wonder Woman? Flashpoint Wonder Woman. With the helmet and the suit of armor right. and pants and a sword. The no lasso to be going to kill found. everyone, Wonder Woman. And she's going to fight the Flash. Right. Because he runs fast. Because he, he runs fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do we got left? How, are we powering through these yet? How we're, many we got? We're pretty four? good. Three? Three? Four? four. Come on. Four, four books. Left. Sweet baby Jesus. Four books. We are let's, on what I think was the best book of uh of the run convergence superman number one art by lee weeks written by dan jurgens um what this book really made me realize was just how much i want a regular superman book with art by lee weeks being written by dan jurgens back in the red panties (laughs) i loved it the under rules i loved i loved it get it straight all right, like I'm, I'm just gonna put it out there. I thought this was the best book of the week by far. Um, I'm agreeing with you. Lee Weeks draws a, a phenomenal Superman, and Dan Jurgens has been writing Superman on and off for the last twenty years, <laughs> hundred and fifty years, something like that. I mean, he knows the character. <laughs> it was really, really nice to see the pre New Fifty Two Superman, classic Superman, you know. Just there, the the panel because again, this starts off the dome is up. Superman doesn't have any powers. He's in Gotham. He's in Gotham City. <gasps> really? Yeah. Surprisingly enough, even Superman <laughs> can't be in fucking Metropolis. Um, he's in Gotham City. Uh, he and Lois were there for reasons, and <laughs> once the dome went up, they like he's apparently started fucking. Yeah. Right, because they could. Okay, I'm going to throw that out there. Because they could. Lois is pregnant. Yay. Preggers. Um, We're assuming it's Superman's. Well, we're hoping so. (laughs) Otherwise, it's like Jimmy's. That's just weird. Because. Imagine if Superman was a cockled. (laughs) (laughs) He just likes to watch. Superman, you can super wait your fucking turn. Right over there. Says Jimmy. Says Jimmy. Okay. It says Jimmy. I'm sorry. Anyway. Continue. I digress. We digress. Um, That's that train derailment thing. Come on. It happens once an episode. So quickly. So there in Gotham, uh, Superman is out just kind of, you know, stopping crime, being Clark Kent and beating up muggers and shit. They've got two way radio. He's really trying to Batman it up. He really is. He he even says if Bruce can do this, (laughs) I can do it, too, because I'm a big Kansas City farm boy. They are. They're still doing some reporting. Um, they say, you know, this is what Perry would have wanted. So they're kind of like internet blogging, as it were. Mm. I think that's a thing the kids do nowadays. I don't know. Yes. I'm old now to touch. 
Is it is it blogging? Because I know there's a couple of J's in there. Blogging. Okay. I believe that's what it's called. Blogging. No, so they've got a blog going. They're reporting on the stuff that's that's going on, you know, in and around the city. Again, like we said, there's there's crime, um, but there's not too much crime because there's only so much you can do. Uh, there's limited resources and whatnot. And the dome comes down. Superman hears the voice. Uh, the same repetition. In Actually, did he hear the voice? Because I just remember it being amazing timing for the dome going down in this book. Because motherfucker <laughs> right was getting hit by shot. a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, it's a flamethrower, you're right. He was engulfed in flame when the dome came down. And he just so. like, it's all right, Lois. I'm good. My powers are good. Don't worry. But I'm I, fine. But I really liked that panel because it, it harkened back to the, uh, the iconic imagery of the Superman films of the white button-down shirt being ripped open to expose the bright blue uniform with the right. red and yellow shit. Like, I loved it. I was like, ah, yes, this is Superman. This is what I want. Out of if I Superman can get book. a panel in every Superman book of him sort of doing that lean charge uh-huh. where it's being shot in the chest with bullets and they're deflecting, I want one of those every issue. Uh-huh. Like, that's just sweet, sweet stuff right there. If we could just put that at the beginning of every Superman book. Like, if we could put that and an artist rendering of Christopher Reeve, like, op- Man, like we're beating old. up, I know, but beating up dirty <laughs> Superman and ripping open the shirt to have clean Superman underneath, it's the best. Oh, God, it's so good. It's so good. I just got douche chills thinking about it. Anyway, so <laughs> Superman has his powers back flies back to Lois. He's like, all right, we're, I'm going to go kick some ass in a minute, but we're going to take a second here. We're going to appreciate the fact that the dome is down and our baby is going to be born in Metropolis. Right. And our baby is going to kick the ever-living shit out of Lois because it is half Kryptonian and it now has powers. Now it's a super baby. And <laughs> No, we're not going to touch on that? No, we're not. <laughs> okay. Because there's, you know, yeah. Yeah, science. <laughs> Science and stuff. <laughs> so Superman then uh, makes his way off and he is going to go right the wrongs and, and be the ultimate badass. And who was it who shows up? Is the extremists again? Uh, this is the Flashpoint superheroes. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Thomas Wayne. Yeah, sorry. Thrown all out. Yeah. What are they? It's Shazam, but they don't call it Captain Thunder. Right. Captain Thunder and Cyborg and Abin Sir Green Lantern. And they're all really skittish. Yeah, they're yeah. So like, like they're like they maybe go we they should... go out swinging trying to take down soups right right off the bat. And he finally gets them to calm down a little bit and listen. Now, meanwhile, meanwhile, someone gave Jimmy a flying jet gun shooty thing, <laughs> a flying death machine. Why someone would do that, not 110 on, but nope. they did. He's and got convenient, it. Conveniently enough, he shows up right at the exact moment he's got, to, that soup's got everybody calming down to, to actually do, you know, a, a, a convo. So Jimmy comes in, guns blazing. Uh, everybody's like, oh, no, we were wrong. We shouldn't listen. We can't Start trust fighting. you. You lying bastard. Now, apparently, the Superman from Flashpoint doesn't partake in the fight. He goes to get Lois. 
Now, I don't know Flashpoint Superman. He looks kind of scrawny. Flashpoint Superman was an experiment kind of okay. thing. Like He looks it. Yeah, and he was only um, unleashed as like a super weapon um, okay. at the okay. end of Flashpoint, if I remember correctly. I don't. I haven't Either read Flashpoint way. since it came out, and I didn't love it all that much when it was happening. So, Well, he shows up at, I'm assuming, their apartment. He's like, it's me. It's Cal. You need to remember me. She's like, oh, my God, leave me alone. You're not my Superman. Seems like they have to, they try to have a little conversation back and forth. Uh, Lois does the scream for Clark while Clark is getting the ever-living shit beat out of him by Abensor, Captain Thunder, and... Cyborg. And the cyborg. And that's so, where we are left. That's where it ends. It was a good book, yeah. though. Like, yeah, I, no, I enjoyed it immensely. Like, yeah. this was my favorite of the run. And I don't even think that this was a good book in spite of all the other books. This was just a solid book. You know, I would have liked Yeah, had it been in, in the Superman run? Yeah. Had it been in the regular Superman run, I would have enjoyed it. We haven't really touched on the little, you know, uh, the convergence pages at the end of each of the stories where we get like background onto whatever main character right. was in the book. They did a really good job with that too. Yeah. Like the, the, the recap of the character, if you will. So if you're interested, I mean, Superman, Superman, I mean, if you're a comics fan or a DC fan, you know, and you're of age, you know about, you know, blue lightning Superman and right. All that stuff. But some of the other books where I didn't know much about the other characters, it, they gave a good recap on the history of, the title character in the book so right so something to check out so okay adam number one uh art by andy owens and steve yoel written by tom pyre or payer apparently big fan big fan of the show we don't even know his name sorry tom <laughs> we love you though <laughs> all right so let's so the, so the get is uh, yeah <laughs> so adam is cockknocker He's cockknocker, is what he is. <laughs> the atom can grow small. That's his thing. So, shrink. So that well, would be shrink. 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 <laughs> shrink. Smaller. Tinier. Um, itty bitty. Itty bitty. Like an atom. Get it? Again. Right there. Right on the uh, surface. <laughs> Except when the dome goes up and everybody loses all their superpowers, the atom can no longer get smaller, but he can make his right hand into a giant fucking right hand. So if you've seen Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Cockknocker <laughs> means anything to you, there you go. They put Cockknocker into a comic book. I was I was <laughs> actually listening to another podcast today and I found out that um at one point in time David Duchovny was supposed to play Cockknocker. Wow, that would have been weird. Right? Anywho. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so the Adam is apparently crazy. Um, he's nuttier than a fruitcake. Nuttier than a fruitcake. He's hearing voices in his head. Uh, he is trying to continue to save and be a good guy. And like the news casters are like sick of talking to him and shit. They're like, oh, whatever, go away. Fuck. We get it. And he's like, what is justice? Blah, blah, blah. And he brings up Slade Wilson's name because for some fucking reason, Slade Wilson's in Gotham too. And, <laughs> you know, Slade Wilson, Deathstroke is retired but he sees Adam on the news and he's like, oh, I said my name Deathstroke. That's not my fucking name anymore. It's Russell or whatever, Cassius or whatever the fuck he says his name is. Um, but then he throws his suit on anyway and he goes out to fucking attack the Adam. 
and they start fighting and then the convergence thing happens and the dome comes down and then the other Adam that was killed by Deathstroke like a year or two ago and I think that was like a big deal because um, if I remember correctly people were pissed off that they were killing off the Hispanic version of the character and not the white version of the character because don't we have enough white guys running around anyway? Why, why did you have to kill off the minority? I think that was a thing, right? I'll agree with it. Okay. That was a thing. So, I'll let it happen. So that version of the character uh, shows back up. Apparently that was the voice that was talking to him in his head. He's not crazy. And the issue ends. You forgot all about the Barracuda, dude. Uh, the fight. I didn't even remember okay. that it was in there. Yeah. That's how much I didn't like this issue. How how could you not remember Barracuda, most vicious of all of the death squad called the extremists? Is was that a thing before? I've never heard of them. N not in DC. I okay. to my knowledge, I don't know. Anyhow. All right. Doesn't matter. This was, book was, it was a poorly drawn dude. It was not humanoid good. fish. Yeah. It was bad. It just what it just wasn't good. Like the again with having to get so much story done in 32 pages, uh, they didn't give me, like, I don't, as a non-DC reader, I don't know why I care. Uh -huh. I don't know why I care going forward. I don't know. And I, I don't, don't know. I don't care your, going your, forward. Your theory about the Hispanic Adam, I'm looking at the last page right now, and both brothers are pretty darn white. Okay. Even though one is still wearing a mask, so I'm not 100 on that one. But... Okay. Who knows? I think that was a thing. It could have been a thing. All right. Two left. Less than a meh. Two left. Yeah, less than a meh. Convergence, the question number one. Uh, art by Cully Hammer, written by... Or Hamner, sorry. Written by Greg Rucka. So, right away, again, you expect this one to be pretty good. Um, and again, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. I would say that this was probably like... Superman was the best book of the week. This was probably the second best book of the week. I, I would I would argue that it was. Um, uh, okay. I mean, it's not. I, I okay. I right, well continue. It's not saying much, no, but because this was a, a soft story. It was basically what we have here is um, Renee Montoya is the question. Uh, she is operating in Gotham. Uh, when the dome goes up, her father. Uh, her father gets sick, he's in the hospital, and there is a scene where Two-Face uh, shows up and he is getting uh, medicine away from some bad guys, knocking over a pharmacy, uh, gives the medicine, Two-Face ends up being the, the good guy here, gives the medicine to the hospital, and, uh, you know, that way the patients who are dying have morphine. Uh, what I liked about this scene what I think uh, Rucka did particularly well here was actually asked the one of the big questions surrounding this type of event and why we should care about this type of event of if this is just life now, if we are in a domed city and there's no in or out, why should I care if anybody lives or dies? Mm -hmm. Why should that matter? Because there is no life anymore. There is just this and if right. you've and been cut off from everything does it matter and i was and it was the first time reading any of these books where i went oh there's a message here 
Okay. I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But- I didn't pick up on that. I mean, I'm looking at the fact that for the first three pages that two faces on in on the page, I didn't know it was the two face. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it might have been what's his name from the West. Um, oh my goodness, they had a a, a movie about Jonah him. Hex. Jonah Hex. Okay. Like I wasn't really even looking at it because you know I'm reading all. This is probably one of the last books I read in the run. And he doesn't have that stereotype where everything is split. He just had a scarred face. And right. I didn't really... And that side put, couldn't grow facial hair. I thought that was apparently nice not. But he can grow sideburns. <laughs> the other side had a beard. This one had like two or three gray hairs sticking out. Right. And that was and that was the thing. Like He had facial hair. He didn't have the split suit. Up until like, I don't know, four pages in, when he flips the coin, I'm like, oh, that's Two-Face. <laughs> okay, oh, I, get it. I get it. And apparently there's something going on in this universe where there is no chance anymore. Because we get to a point where Montoya, as the question, is confronting Two-Face because Two-Face wants to, to end it. He wants to kill himself, but being of the two minds that he is, he has to flip a coin. And every time he flips it, it comes up heads. So the next day he's going to... Flip it again, hoping for tails so that he could just end this miserable existence that he's been in for a year. Something's up where it's never going to hit heads. It's never going to hit tails. And she's questioning that. And the... Because she, she's the question. She's the question. Um, it turns out that they're in this big confrontation with the, you know between the two of them. And that's when the dome goes down. And the coin hits. And that's when he... Goes back to being the lovable Two-Face that he is. And he's ready to fight. Immediately. So, Did you feel, reading some of these books, that when we got to the last page and the dome came down, that when there were multiple characters on the page, that you still weren't sure who the champion was? Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought maybe that was me. No, 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 no. Okay. There, there was a bunch of them that were. I was like, I'm not 110 on who's on who's going to be charge. the one, right? Um, because this that's, one, that's the whole thing. It's got to right. be one on one, or at least according to to how I read what Telos the big the message was that it's one on one for the survival of everybody in that city, right? And okay. the final, you know, that, that to-be-continued blurb at the very end of the book where it says, next, three badass women, two Harvey Dents, one inevitable conclusion. So nowhere does it say one-on-one, who's the bad guy, what universe are we dealing with, right. who's the champion. We do get to see a Batwoman. And Huntress. And Huntress. But, like, I... I don't know. I, I don't even. I don't even know if if a, a a question fan or a Huntress fan would have enjoyed this book. Right. I don't know that they would either. Um. But since I am not one of those people, um, reading this book and and having that at least you know you said that you kind of skipped right over that, but I thought that was like the interesting question about this type of event. When oh okay, I enjoy this now. I I get kind of where Rucka is going. And Rucka, I mean, Rucka's a great writer. There's no mm-hmm. no question about it. Uh, Cully Hamner's artwork I thought was really good in this. Very, um, very much so. It's tough to do the question because there's absolutely no facial expression. Right. 
you have a lot of work with shadows and whatnot. Right. Um, and, and I thought they did a really nice job. I thought they did it. a very nice job with it. Yeah. So, I mean, this that one marks the uh, the second best book of the week for me. Um, last book, Convergence Titans, number one, art by Jose Marzon Jr. and Ron Wagner, written by, and I've never been, I don't, I have no idea how to say Fabian's last name. Uh, Nietzsche? Nietzsche or Nikietza or... Sorry, Fabian, for butchering the shit out of your name. Um, <laughs> this one I thought had some really... Uh, this one I thought probably had the most well-done uh, gear bit yeah, this under is, the dome. This was my second favorite. Really going uh, through Arsenal's a, life, I thought yeah. was good. Yeah. Well, backstory, current story, and the lead-in to... What's going to happen in the future? Right, because Arsenal is um, a complicated character. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is. You know, heroin addict. You know, undercover speedy. spy. Yeah, I mean, he did a lot, and the 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 daughter. He has a child with an enemy. Um, lost his arm, which was his, which was his thing. <laughs> Like, he was, like, really, it's kind of hard to shoot a bow and arrow without an arm. I'm just putting that out there. From, I, uh, from what I imagine, it's not a thing I do very often. You would think <laughs> you would switch to a crossbow at that point. Well, then how, how would you knock the crossbow, I suppose? Yeah. Anyway. Either way, we got, we, got a lot of, <laughs> we got a lot of story about the archer. And right, this this little book, about convergence. The, yeah. <laughs> Those, like, eight or nine pages did more to make me care about Arsenal as a character than I ever have before. Right. I think right. they did a, a great job going through all that. So that I was really impressed with. Um, the Starfire and Donna Troy stuff. Uh, meh. meh. I, fe I felt like it was two teenage girls just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Yeah. And we did get to see the extremists the, again. The extremists are there again. Which, that dude with the fiery face. I guess he's the badass of the group. The I'm not Lord sure. of Demons or Lord of Dreams or... I don't know. Dream Slayer. Dream Slayer. Dream Slayer. There we go. We'll <laughs> get to it eventually. <laughs> Going around about. Now, I, I felt... Were there multiple artists on this book? Uh, it says Jose Marzon Jr. and Ron Wagner. Okay, because there's a definitive change. Yeah, I, I don't know. Halfway through the book. I don't know if that's inker and artist or, or what, but. it Actually, it's like, a, it's like a progression almost, where his backstory, Arsenal's backstory, was one style, and then once you hit where the extremists show up, it's complete, like, lines get heavier, stuff gets different, and I'm never a big fan of changing art style in the middle of the book but no i, I is. certainly don't care for that either um he does arsenal does have his robotic cybernetic arm back which is good now what i didn't understand was he didn't have his arm at the beginning of the book but he did have a prosthetic arm that he could type with right so his uh, his arsenal arm didn't work but his prosthetic arm worked. Worked. Yeah, I don't I get it. Type, you, could, you could type it? Nah, I don't it, get it. Nah, I don't know. Anyhow. And it wasn't uh, explained. No. The, uh, but the thing is, is that at the end, this dream 
slayer character person brings his daughter back now we find out in this issue and i'm sure had you been a fan of arsenal before you would have known that he lost his daughter and i don't mean like at the mall she died <laughs> um wow i don't mean like at the mall um there is a confrontation between arsenal and the, and the ladies and this dream slayer is like oh we're not going to fight he's he's going to turn on you and they're like, he's not going to turn on us. How could he turn on us? And he's like, boom, his daughter. Choose, bitch. <laughs> so. And he chooses. And he chooses. And uh, we, it was a good we, cliffhanger. I, I will give it, it was, that. It was. I mean, solid artwork because I'm a big fan of onomatopoeia. Right. Uh, the Krakum. Yes. Um, but we don't see what happens. We see that he has a sorrowful look on his face. So this is one of those, like, this is one of the only books that I was like, oh, I am interested in to see what's happening in the next issue. Yeah, this one I liked. I, so I, I, was, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. I would put this at, like, three or four. It was pretty good. Mm. Um, but overall, man, I, I really, I really can't recommend anything yet. Like, even the main book, and that this is an event that I really have concerns about how much DC is expecting you to buy yeah to get this story yeah because the the convergence series itself is over uh next month it's over May 27th is when convergence number 8 comes out and i think it's an 8 issue series okay so it's a weekly uh, yeah so it's a weekly thing um Oy. With all of these books coming out, like I just want to give you the list real quick of what is coming out up through May. Um, just the different titles. Um, and I'm not going to say Convergence before all of them. But you've got <laughs> Convergence, and then imagine I said that for the rest of them. Action Comics, Adventures of Superman, Aquaman. Um, sorry, I'm going through my list here. Aquaman, Batman and the Outsiders, Batman Shadow of the Bat, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, Catwoman, Crime Syndicate, Detective Comics, Green Arrow, Green Lantern Corps, Green Lantern Parallax, Hawkman, Infinity Inc., uh, Justice League of America, Justice League International, Justice Society of America, New Teen Titans, Plastic Man and the Freedom Fighters, Shazam, Suicide Squad, Superboy, Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes, Supergirl Matrix, uh, Superman the Man of Steel, Swamp Thing, The Flash, uh, Wonder Woman, and World's Finest Comics. In addition to the 11 books that we talked about today. That's painful. That's a That's lot painful. of books. And, and the eight issues of Convergence. And eight issues of Convergence. And the quality was not there no. this week. No. This being no, the no, big no. the big kickoff, I was underwhelmed. And can you be just whelmed? Uh, you could be overwhelmed. You could be underwhelmed. But you just whelmed? Yeah. Yeah, like Avengers versus <laughs> X-Men. I was whelmed. Okay. It wasn't right. great. It wasn't <laughs> terrible. I was I was whelmed. This though, I am I am concerned. 
I would say I think we're pretty much in a consensus of Convergence Superman. If you're gonna buy one of them, the top. that's the one. That's the one. You know what? Convergence itself wasn't bad. No, I mean, it, was it had right. a lot of action right. in it, and it was a solid story. Um, kind of hard to keep track of, right? Without the rest of the information, um, we'll have to see where it goes. Yeah, but the the rest of the, like, if you would have to pick three, I think we it's Superman question, and I'm saying Titan. Or um yeah, it was Titans, right? That was the yeah, last one we just did. I would go yeah. with Titans over Nightwing Oracle just because I was disappointed. I was I mean the the it tied it up nicely at the end, but there wasn't enough in the book to to, to right. warrant me making it to the end. <laughs> yeah. So, so Yeah. Yeah. I think you should uh I think you should plug and we should get out of here. Alright, Garden State Comic Fest, July twenty fifth and twenty sixth. It's it's going, dude. It's it. We are headlong into the convention season. It's getting, it. It's pretty impressive how many cons we got rocking around in in our local area. Yeah, there's but, a ton. Uh, there's a ton of stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah, they just you know shout out to the guys at ECCCCCC <laughs> Emerald City Comic Con. No, East Coast Comic Con. Oh, the guys up <laughs> the here. other ECCC. The other EC. Uh, they did a good job. Uh, that used to be Asbury. But right. uh, they're buddies of ours that we just stop by to say hello to them, give them a shout out. But this is mainly for me and mine. <laughs> so check us out on our Facebook page, the Twitters, the website, all of it. Garden State Comic Fest dot whatever, depending on where you're heading. So. And it's going to be awesome. We're going to be there. Paper Cuts will be in full force. Yeah. Pretty yeah, excited. We're going to be all it. over the place. So, yep, we've got we've got Garden State Comic Fest coming up. We've got too many games coming up. All of us will be there. We've got. Uh, I forget. There's another thing. There's another thing coming up up here somewhere. I just heard about it over the weekend. I'm gonna have to. We'll probably be there too. Do, do some investigating. Investigating. Yeah. You do it, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to Giant Size Issue Number Thirty of the Paper Cuts Podcast. Um. Hopefully, Dean will be back with us next week. Uh. He might add an adendum. Uh, that's cute <laughs> thank god you said that i'm here for you sir <laughs> to the end of this show giving us his thoughts on uh on convergence but spoiler warning kids it wasn't much different than ours convergence just just don't do it then <laughs> join us again next week where we will be talking a whole brand new slate of comics and i'll probably just go over like convergence stuff just real quick anyway too because we're gonna let's be honest. We're gonna. Read <laughs> You're a sadist, and you wanna you wanna put yourself through that misery. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Dean did it with Future's End or whatever the thing he was was reading. You know, yeah, right. I know somebody's got to do it. I'll take the bullet this time. All right. You're getting the I, next I'll, one though. I'll get the next one. All right. How's that? All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Make sure you check us out. Subscribe, like, share, all the good stuff. Pass the word around, man. It's a good time. Sharing is caring. Later. Bye.